the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to another episode of Amplified. Very excited to be having this particular show because we are taking the level up one more level and the Amplified definition of actually amplifying leaders and great messages and causing an impact in the world is actually happening as we speak. So we have a new team that we're going to be introducing over the next month. And Geetha, are you, are you on board right now? You, can you hear me Okay. Absolutely. I'm absolutely there here, Ken. Thank you well, so much. Geetha, we are so happy to have you on the team, and you're a superstar in your own right, so I'm, I'm so excited that you are organizing the show. And Joyce Nelson is with us as well, and Joyce is the person who actually helped cultivate the team and create the synergy and the plan for where we're going to be going next. And look out, Oprah and Ellen. I mean, we are heading to the stars right now. So, Geetha, if you'd be so kind to introduce our first guest. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ken, for offering me the opportunity to introduce the amazing, amazing Nancy Matthews, who is our first guest for today. Nancy Matthews is an international speaker, best-selling author, and global leader. Her unique blend of business savvy, creativity, and exceptional understanding of human behavior creates stellar results for her clients and engaging presentations for audiences. Her books of Visionaries with Gods, The One Philosophy, are highly acclaimed. Receiving your course, uh, Riches with uh, Your Course, uh, Nancy has been featured on NBC, Braveheart, Women TV, The John Tesh Radio Network, and has shared the stage with some of today's leading experts, such as Jack Canfield, Laura Langmeyer, Kevin Harrington, Sharon Lecter, and Bob Burke. Nancy is currently the CEO and founder of Visions in Action, Inc., her coaching consulting firm and founder of Women's Prosperity Network. Welcome, Nancy Matthews. So happy to be here with you, sharing stage, and I'm so grateful to welcome you here. Thanks so much for being here with us. It is my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me and uh, for including me in this powerful, amplified conversation. So it's truly my joy to be here. Well, you know, if nothing else, Nancy, I would be excited that this show exists just because you accept my friendship on Facebook. I know, right? We've been dancing, <laughs> Ken. We've been dancing around the same circles for like close to two years now. And it's like the universe is like, you guys are supposed to know each other. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, and we bumped into breakfast at the uh, International Global Summit where yeah. Seth Godin was the keynote speaker, 
And the first time I met you, I knew that you were a person that was making things happen and loved the fact that you were uh, gracious enough to gift a book to me. I think it's really powerful when authors meet other authors and they're not looking at that as a $3 expense and they're looking at it as a way of connecting and creating a relationship. And you were so, so gracious to give me a book. And I, of course, uh, had reciprocated. And I carry that book around on several trips because it reminds me of one of my favorite uh, quotes that I actually try every single day to live by, which is Gandhi's quote of be the change in the world you want to see. So much, much love to you for that book. I told you earlier today that it was such a great book. I wish I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) You did say that. You did say that. Well, and here's the deal. You kind of did. So the book, the one philosophy really is just about distilling Mm -hmm. that way of being that we really all love to come from, to be our highest selves, to honor other people. And I just found a way to, to concisely create some, some guidelines for living that brings love and joy to everyone you meet and to your own life as a result. It's that, that reciprocal uh, way of being in the flow with humans, nature, and, and all the good stuff that can happen. And you exemplify that. I mean, one of the things I still remember is you, uh, we had a conversation, you gifted me your book, and I gave you mine, and then you wanted to take some pictures, and then I just got real silly when you were taking pictures, which I love to do. You know, getting silly when you're getting your picture taken, especially in a book reciprocal gift program, is really a way of saying that you're living that philosophy and that you're abundant. Uh, and that has really absolutely nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with that you have everything you need, you want, you're creating a life you love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I got right out of the gate that when you were being silly, that wasn't just the act of being silly. It was that you were showing your your full personality. And, and that's when I knew that this was someone I wanted to meet. And I'm, I'm so glad that over all these frequencies and choices, uh, I guess, insights of putting this team together and Geetha uh, suggesting you as really our first guest for this new, this new approach. I mean, this is Amplified 3.0, really. And, and I was just blown away that we had had so many people recently say we need to talk to each other. So it, it yeah. really incredible how the universe works. You know, I, I want know. to say something. I want to say something about a conversation we had earlier that you put out the one philosophy and that some people misunderstood that they were supposed to find the one instead of be the one. And then you rewrote mm-hmm. or you modified the book. And I find it interesting how people hear, read, and, and assimilate a message so that it makes sense to them in the place that they are in the world. And I think it's really important that your message of you being the one that you had to reconstruct a bit, that is really a very powerful message that anyone owns that ability to create the life that not only do they love, but create the change that they want to see and, and, the, and mm-hmm. the ability to actually inspire people to make the world better. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's interesting because, um, and as a matter of fact, the second guest that you're going to be having on the show today um, is my personal mm-hmm. friend and mentor and was instrumental in helping me see that the book needed to be... Um, you know, the message crystallized and made more clear because it's never my intention that the one philosophy is about finding the one or meeting the one. 
And I didn't realize I was so close to my own message in the first draft of the book that I didn't see that. And it took me some time to recognize that and own my personal responsibility of doing everything I could to make the messaging be clear so that the actual change and impact that living the way of the one creates will manifest in the world and in other people's lives. So a personal thank you to Dwayne for kind of, you know, being strong that Nancy, you need to do this. And if you wanted to unmute him, you could. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will, we will unmute Dwayne at this point, but I want to say before Dwayne jumps in that that makes it even more interesting for me because when I read it, there was no other choice but to read it that I was who you're writing to to be the one because that was my message that yeah. I, I, yeah. I related to. So, Dwayne, uh, you're a mentor to so many. Thank you for doing that and, and being that person for so many. That's a very giving nature. Oh, thanks so much, Ken. I'm, I'm honored to be with you today and honored to hear what Nancy has to say. Um, yeah, it, it's a very easy thing to do to be around a person like Nancy. We always knew what her heart was and somehow the words didn't clarify to the world what she was really trying to say. So I'm glad everyone understands who she is now because she is definitely the one for so many. And you're going to be the superstar of the second segment. And I know uh, one of your mentees, Sharon Frame, is, uh, was so excited to have you as the first person to acknowledge as, as a mentor and bring you in on the show. So anytime you want to jump in, and obviously this is a conversation, so what we're really doing is we're bringing inspiration to the audience and to the listeners, but we're also giving them those golden nuggets that allow them to really be in the place they want to be. So, um, Nancy, what was it that caused you to make this book, and and why is that message so important to you? Uh, So what caused me to write the book and then continue to expand my teachings on it, and uh, I'm actually... I've also created a way for other messengers to go out and share the one philosophy, um, was an inspiration that hit me long before the book was ever written. And I just, I, I had an experience that I talk about in the book, and I thought, why is it that, as humans, me in particular, why is it that we only tend to treat people who we think are the ones that can do something for us or that next best client or is going to hook you up and get you on a radio show, we tend to treat those people with more attention and respect. And I was like, there's something wrong here. Every human has value. And my job, my purpose is to appreciate and honor the good in everyone by listening carefully, by valuing them just for being who they are. So Years ago, back in 2009, 2010, I started adding this little conversation into all of my presentations. And I'd be doing these brilliant, you know, what I thought was brilliant, sales and marketing and um, how to build your business. I'd be doing all of these very um, tangible type teachings. And I always included something about being the one, treating each and every person as the one and honoring everyone you meet at that same level. And my exit surveys after presentations, I would be like, oh, so what did you like best? And, you know, I'm thinking they're going to tell me my sales strategy, the marketing I thought about every single time the exit, strat- the exit survey was, you know, the one. That was really big. The one, the one, the one. And I kept hearing it over and over and over again. I was like, okay, guess I'm supposed to write a book about this. 
and mm. then the rest they say is history. I, I keep trusting and following the signs for where this message is causing me to go because this message is really meant to transform the world. It's not necessarily a new message. It's something that we all know, and it goes back to, the, you know, the most ancient of all teachings, and it needs to be shared with the world so that we can all be in this place where we value, honor, and respect each other. And, and that's what leadership is about. Leadership is not you're standing on the stage and you're getting you know, applause and recognition. It's not about that. Leading is about the impact that you cause by valuing the people you're leading and you're working with and um, being a servant to them, being a servant leader. How can I serve further? So tell me just basically what is the one philosophy? So the, the one philosophy is about treating every single person that you meet whether it's at the, the server at a restaurant, it's a person at the gas station, it's somebody at a networking event, it's your, your sister, your brother, your mother, your wife. It's, it's pausing long enough in your busy, hectic life to really be present with the person that you're in proximity to or you just got to meet. Listening to what they have to say instead of being all up in your head about what you have to get done, what you didn't get done, or what you're going to say next. It's about being really present in the space of another human being. And because so many people are not disciplined enough to be present because they're in their own conversation, you stand out as a person that can actually help. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's... um, it's just a matter of pausing long enough to say, wow, there's a human being here. Mm-hmm. What if I was that human being? How would I want to be treated? I'm going to treat that person how I would want to be treated. Was there something in your childhood that caused you to have this type of mm. inquiry? <sighs> so what's interesting about that is... Um, I was recently asked that question, and what I came to was actually something you know, very deep and personal that I haven't, I've only shared one other time, so thank you for asking the question. No, no, one's, <laughs> and, no one's listening, so this will only be the second person. Yeah, you're the second person, and I've not shared this, because it was actually just a, a recent realization in the last month that, okay. like, like, I always knew that every single person that I meet, there's a reason I trust in the divine to create connections, and that was there. But what I got to was the reason that this message so touches my spirit and my soul is as a child, I'm the youngest of four children, raised in a family where my dad was an alcoholic. I was overweight, not paid attention to, didn't have, wasn't popular in school, And I felt invisible. My confidence was low. I married somebody who was verbally abusive. It's it's taken me a long time to peel away the garbage that had me feel I was less than, to stand in my confidence and power. So I, I believe that at my core, 
that that little girl who felt invisible never wants people to have to feel like that. That's so important. And it's actually mm-hmm. the difference of someone actually having the right person come into their life to tell them that they do matter and mm-hmm. have them wake up that they're yeah. alive yeah. And, and that they have choices. You know, I, yeah, so I just you. met a, Thanks for asking the question. <laughs> you're welcome. And I'm glad it was uh, timely. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just met a bride uh, about an hour ago and she, uh, two hours ago. And she said, you know, I have a champagne taste with a beer budget. I said, it's great to have a champagne taste, but create, create the, the world you want. Don't have that budget define you. And mm-hmm. it kind of complements what you're saying is that if you have that one person and you are that one person, you define, you create the world you want and, and how you want to be with other people. So you really wanted to make sure that every single person that um, met you got the respect and the attention that you wanted. Uh, yeah, well, and I think that because there was, you know, many of my formative years, I had low self-esteem, and I sought to have that recognition and love come from outside. It's taken me, you know, a long time to realize that I'm the one that's got to love me first. How can people so, do this Yeah, so I'm just sharing, you know, me feeling good about me and loving other people is is just brings so much joy. It's just that's what we're here to do: is spread more love and and goodness in the world. So I just asked you because I don't don't only ask this till the end of the segment, but because this is such an important message and important book for everyone to have. How does one get a copy of this book? Um, two, two different ways: you can pick it up on uh, Amazon, so you can go just look for the One Philosophy by Nancy Matthews, and it's on. Uh, both Kindle and paperback. You can also go to my website, nancymatthews.com, and uh, I have a, an audio there that talks about the one philosophy. It's a little different than the book. I'm, I'm working on getting the audio book done. Uh, perhaps this weekend is my intention. <laughs> so, um, but you can go to Amazon, and it's a, it's a little book, and I intentionally created it in, that, in a very small format because... Too many people don't have the patience to read larger books, and I wanted to make sure that this was delivered in a digestible format so people could actually read it. Well, and also in a, in a very compact, you can carry it in your back pocket. This is a, I know. <laughs> it's a great book. <laughs> I, I mean, I take this on a lot of my trips, and I take it on a lot of my trips oh, just because the, co- the cover even inspires me. Because it's I need, to, being that I need one. to send you some more so that on all your trips you can be leaving them places. I think I'll do that. You know, I just had someone uh, send me a message from an Airbnb in Florida, and they said, "Holy heck, your cute smiling card is—I mean, your cute smiling book is in, in the lobby of this, or in the uh, on the Isn't that coffee great? table." Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is cool. I, I met someone, Greg Jacobson, who has a happiness book. I, I don't. I, I should have the title handy, but I don't. But he wants to give a million copies away electronically because he's really committed to that message. And I, I share that with you because your message is so important. Maybe there's a, a way of giving some type of drop-down. Um, I would be happy to market the heck out of it. But when people get a taste of it, they're obviously going to want more of who you are and also more yeah. of the book. And, 
And you know what else they're going to want? So thank you for that. I really want to acknowledge. Um, There's also a song called Everyone's the One. Really? Yeah, I know. I I hired a songwriter. I'm a big, big music fan. So Mm -hmm. I hired a songwriter, and we created... Uh, together the song, I actually sing on it and took singing lessons and everything, um, and it's called Everyone's the One. Did I get a picture of you holding the Keith Smiling card? I, I know that it was around the time that I was yes, engaging in the Keith did. Smiling Good. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back yes. to the Gorilla Summit and grab that card, because we're about to go to Celebrity 3.0, and your message, and I, I, I think I want you to, to create the quote that has a smile in it that uh, maybe even... In, puts in the one <laughs> in the quote, awesome. but uh, you belong in that book and you have belonged in that Thank book. You. you just haven't had a chance to really have a conversation like this. So very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So tell me, tell me about a time that uh, you were challenged as a leader and pursuing your dreams and how you overcame that. Oh, um, which one, which story I'm trying to figure out. Which story. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, that's a, that's a tough one. So Women's Prosperity Network is one of the companies that uh, I formed with my two sisters, Trish Carr and Susan Winner, and that's how we know Gita and Sharon. So they're members of our extraordinary community. And uh, when we first had the vision of creating Women's Prosperity Network, we wanted to have other leaders, other other women um, hosting events, leading chapters, and when we did our first round of applications for leaders, we were so happy that people stepped up who wanted to be leaders that we did not take enough time to vet them and make sure that their values were in alignment with ours. And through that process, now every one of the first group of leaders, those five, only lasted not even a year because it wasn't the right match. So what I really learned is that holding true to your values, number one, getting clear on what your values are for your company and also for yourself, and then finding people who are in alignment with those values is the way to build and being really discerning in who you allow to, or who you invite to the party to share the message. Very cool. So it was, yeah. it was challenging times. It did not feel good. I felt like I made a mistake and, oh, my goodness, and, you know, I was beating myself up a little bit, but not too long, and then gained clarity that, yes, we're supposed to grow this. We just need to take a slower process and more thorough um, relationship in, in finding and building the leaders that, that come on. And now we've got, you know, 16, actually about 25 extraordinary women leaders who are out there, um, you know, bringing the spirit and the magic that happens at WPN uh, throughout the country. Well, you know, that's a very important message because it's, it's pace and determination. And if the pace is off or the determination's off, the end result will be off. And mm, I was just, that's a good, that's I was a just, tweetable moment. Totally. I, well, the reason I'm saying this also is because of the moment we're in is created by something that happened in 2008. I, I plunked down a, a large sum of money to invest in a social network because of a, a guy, Al Granger, who later became my publishing partner. We published over 60 books, but 
if he hadn't done that, I wouldn't have met Joyce Nelson. So I'm, I'm just connecting the dots in the show, and it kind of blows me away because I, I met Al last night. I said, hey, Al, Al I'd like to take you out to dinner because I'd like to thank you because the show I'm doing tomorrow is a show that's actually just one more benefit of going since being determined and having a pace that you can actually keep. Mm. And, and, and that is kind of an interesting aspect of the one philosophy. Like if you, if you just shoot out too quickly that you can be the one, it doesn't happen. You get disenchanted, you get frustrated, you fold up and you don't know that the impact you made, the ripple effect might take three years, four years to get what you ultimately want anyway. But did you want to go the distance? Right. right. And look at our relationship. We met what, a year and a half or two years ago and right. we keep, you know, dancing around each other's lives. And we haven't really done business. You know, this is the most in-depth thing we've done together. And when you meet the ones that you feel that connection to, time is an illusion. And don't give it meaning, oh, he didn't call me back, she didn't email me. Just trust and stay the process, that, that determination and faith and consistency, which is how you show up all the time. Well, we have a special person on hold, and actually she's been on the line, but she's been on mute, so let me bring her on. Sharon, are you there? Hi, Ken. Hi, Nancy. How are you, my friends? Great. (laughs) Thank you so much for this invitation. Oh, what a pleasure. Uh, You have been the one, Nancy, for so many people, including me, so I appreciate all you bring to the world. Your magic is just contagious. Aw, thank you. My, My... I. I'm, I'm just, uh, I just do the best I can, the next right thing. So, thank you. Excellent. So, Sharon, how have you applied the one philosophy in life? It is um, a, a very good question because every time I, I move in my space, I run into people who show up uh, for me to serve or for them to serve me. And... What I discovered is while I'm busy toiling away or having fun serving, we plant seeds and those seeds germinate and they bring back the harvest to take care of us while we're taking care of other people. People show up in your life and offer help and assistance Mm. and it's just a beautiful, as Nancy said, it's just a beautiful dance. And allow it to happen. Um, Bob Berg talks about uh, the go-giver and how there's mm-hmm. two sides to that. Um, so being a giver also means that you become a getter as well or someone who receives. It's a, a back and forth. And so I've just learned to allow things to happen as I'm busy serving others. And they show up in my life to be the one as I show up in other people's lives to be the one. <clears throat> Well, so. you know, there's a, there's a show we did a couple weeks ago that I have to say might be a new standard that we at least offer, and that's that your book is so important. I write you, like, you books, giving these books to people and inspiration, and it can be influencers or it can just be someone that made a difference in your day that day. And I just am interested in this ripple effect of being that one that actually carries your message. So I, I, I just am absolutely blown away that you came up with this idea, and it's so cool that Dwayne is on the, the same call, and he, and he modified and improved your message, so it's going to be that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And it I is. guess I can't wait that to. is my cue to amplify a good friend of mine, 
Um, I tell you what, I, I had to push away, Ken and Nancy, to, to do this. I'm at an event, but I, I just wanted to have the opportunity to introduce our next guest. Uh, he's Dwayne Cummings. And if, he, if, if there's anyone on the planet who epitomizes, Nancy, your philosophy of the one, I think uh, Dwayne ranks high up there with the rest of those wonderful people who are mm-hmm. hard centered and walk in the one. They just don't talk about being leaders who are worth following, but they just show up and they do it. And I could sit here all day and I can talk to you about how Dwayne Cummings, you know, uh, is the CEO of LeaderCast, which is an international leadership development platform, which showcases Mm -hmm. leaders worth following. And I could talk to you about the fact that he was the CEO and is actually currently founder of the Sensational Group, and he's a trusted advisor to organizations and individuals around the world regarding professional and personal development. And I could talk to you about him being an author and an entrepreneur and a coach and a consultant, et cetera, et cetera. I can mention his book, The Sensational Salesman, as being described by wonderful people who have reviewed the book a must-have manual for achieving success in business and life. I can talk to you about the litany of things he's accomplished, but I want to talk to you about the Dwayne Cummings that I know personally. Uh, This is a man who shows up with purpose and intention to expand someone else's territory, to boost someone, to amplify other people's lives. And I'm just privileged and honored to be able to introduce him to the audience and just say a few kind words about him because he's, he's so shifted my life. And, you know, that's a part of amplifying when you're able to boost other people, to add value to other people, to intensify other people's platform, and to, just to share. And that's what Dwayne, who is my mentor, I call him my mentor because I watch him from a distance and I see how he operates not just what he says, but how he treats people. And he looks around, whether he's at a restaurant or in a conference setting, he looks around for the unsung heroes, for the waitresses and the busboys who typically other people will just disregard, and they're just that silent little voice or silent figure walking around serving us. Dwayne purposely looks for those people to elevate them, to find out about what their lives are all about and how he can serve them. And I I just love that spirit about him. And, indeed, he is a leader worth following. And, Dwayne, I know you're on the call. I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate everything that you've invested in my life, and I will continue to follow you as you follow uh, that philosophy of being the one for so many people. Thank you for amplifying my life. And I know our listeners will be amplified by everything, every drop of nugget that spills from your lips today. I introduced Dwayne Cummings. Wow, overwhelmed. Thank you. Uh, I'm humbled and grateful, and uh, I love you like a sister. You know that, Sharon. So Indeed. What, Indeed. nothing else can too. I say. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, well, we uh, have, we've got to go to break right now, so we're going to yeah. come back, Dwayne, after that amazing introduction. I'm going to cut in, obviously, and uh, find out how, we, uh, how you became the man you are and, and how we can actually learn from you on being a leader and getting involved with LeaderCast. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Are you a business innovator, or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, what a first segment of the show. Welcome back, and we are excited. The second segment is going to be just as powerful with Dwayne Cummings. Dwayne, how are you doing? Uh, fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show, Ken, and thanks to Gita and Joyce and your first guest, Nancy. So thanks for having me. So you uh, really obviously believe in mentorship. What caused that? Who was your mentor? Uh, wow. I've, I've had a lot, actually. I had a number of them that really, really poured into me heavily. The one that most people probably know about or that I refer to a lot of times is a guy named Father Victor Roberts. So, yeah. I, I taught and coached at a Catholic university, although I wasn't Catholic, and this guy kind of took me under his wing and taught me uh, probably about three PhDs worth of life lessons in a, in a number of years. So. Why did he choose you or vice versa? I, yeah, it, you, could, you could argue that it was uh, divine intervention or destiny or the universe conspiring, um, but we were polar opposites when I arrived on campus. He was the vice president of academic affairs and believed that athletics didn't have any room on a college campus. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I was there to build an athletic program. So, um, naturally, right, opposites attract. And I think that I purposefully and intentionally reached out um, because I knew that he was going to play a big role in our program, and he had enough grace and wisdom to, you know, bring me under his wing and educate me. So, have you ever uh, heard of Greg S. Reed? Uh, I'd be lying. No, I, I don't know that name unless you give me a different context. But right off the top of my head, I I have not. 
Well, because your name has been associated with mentorship uh, so much, I just that's the introduction I can give you later after the show. But Greg S. Reed wrote a, a book called The Millionaire Mentor, and it's about being that, but also the understanding of how valuable a mentor is that they can cause you to be abundant in, in a millionaire mindset. That's right. So when you said the title of the book, yeah, I've heard of the book. I just, for whatever reason, did not associate he is the author. So, yeah. Well, he, he has a uh, he has an event called Secret Knock, and it brings in some really cool people that have invented a plethora of, of really amazing things from Hugs Boots to the magnetic stripper on the back of a, a credit card to Make-A-Wish Foundation. I mean, he, he attracts some of the, the neatest minds in the world. And I, I share that because his... His event is also a mentorship. Uh, he's he's encouraging people to always have a mentor, no matter what stage of life they're in. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on that track say, for sure. <laughs> well, I was going to assume that LeaderCast is really uh, a step in that direction of actually being with like-minded, like-hearted people, but also being mentored to be that strong leader. Yeah, we have to walk the talk here, right? So if people are looking at you as... Uh a global leadership company. We have the largest one-day leadership event in the world. Um, you pretty much better do what you say and um, demonstrate those behaviors on a daily basis or you're going to get called out in a hurry. So, yeah. And Where did you get the training to, to know that? that? Sorry about that. What was that? Where did you get the training to know that that was the standard you wanted? Um, you know, I think it's a life filled with seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, being around fantastic people like your first guest, Nancy, and understanding things like the one philosophy. And, um, you know, some people would say taking best practices and, and just filtering in all these good things and filtering out the things that don't work. And it's just uh, the crossroads that I'm at in my life or a season in my life where I get to bring my gifts and talents to bear. And it just so happens that, you know, I've got this collection of great experiences that help other people. When and where is the next leader cast? Well, the LeaderCast Live event that most people know of is this May 5th. It's, it happens in North Atlanta or, you know, in Gwinnett County. Uh, but it gets simulcast all around the world. So we'll have between, I don't know, 800 and 1,000 host sites around the world. Uh, we've also added LeaderCast Women this year in October, which is uh, on the other side of Atlanta, out of Cobb Galleria. That gets simulcast as well. So we still have two more live events this year, both in Atlanta. Is there an affiliation with this and Chick-fil-A? Yeah, great. Uh, so Chick-fil-A and uh, John Maxwell originally were all affiliated LeaderCast, so this brand has been around a long time, and they were a strategic partner for a number of years. That sponsorship ended two years ago, but there's still Chick-fil-A affiliation, and um, we have many host sites that are Chick-fil-A franchisees or franchise owners, operators, et cetera, around the globe. You know, I was wondering why I didn't get the call for the last couple of years. <laughs> um, we used to we used to do the social media and the photography for some of the leader cast events that happened in the Maryland area, and I think it was one of the best uh, events and also simulcast you could possibly attend. And from a value standpoint, it was a no brainer. Wow. Well, I'll, on behalf of that entire crew that was running, then I will accept that gift. And yeah, if you look at the speakers that you know we have, we're blessed to have on our stage, and you try to go buy a ticket to hear all that in one day, it would be ridiculous. So from a host site person sitting in Maryland, for instance, and they they pay a pretty decent, not a not a huge ticket price, but you know you get a full day of that kind of nourishment. It's incredible. Who Who's one of the MCs that uh, did this about three years or four years ago? He's, he's kind of a comedian, but he's 
extremely witty. Yeah, so Trip Crosby. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, yeah, and he's he, amazing. Yeah, he's been off and on. He actually will be our host this May in another month and a half. So um, wow. we've had, you know, the likes of Bill Rancic and his wife, Juliana. We've had Michael Hyatt host. We've lots of great people host. Trip is pretty funny. Um, he's a YouTube sensation, too, like millions and millions of views on YouTube. People know who he is. Well, I was honored because he accepted my friendship on Facebook, which is really saying something when you're at that level. So I was, I was pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. He's a cool guy. I, I dig him. Um, yeah. You know, Down to Earth. I'd, I'd like to make sure that we have this. We'd like to support you. Uh, amplified radio from a social media context is not a, a game changer, so to speak, but uh, the, the backbone of it is the Umbrella Syndicate. And we, have, we, we, we pride ourselves in going to the biggest events in the world. And I, I would be honored to feature your event on a weekly basis on the Umbrella Syndicate to encourage people to attend either the LeaderCast live or the simulcast. Wow. Um, well, I'm, I'm humbled. <laughs> and I'm, on, on behalf of the LeaderCast team, we're very, very grateful that you would want to amplify our message and would love to find out some way that we could serve you. So um, definitely we will talk. And, and we, can, we can talk after the show, but my, I wasn't really even prepared for this particular conversation. When you hit me with that, I was like, man, LeaderCast with Chick-fil-A was one of the best events we actually started with with the Umbrella Syndicate. And it, it, and it really embodied what we believed in, which is when you amplify leaders that don't have necessarily great marketing, but they have phenomenal messages, you're actually distributing the phenomenal content to inspire so many. So it's, it's vital. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, some people look at us as like the Smithsonian of leadership and we curate all this content. Um, other people look at us as an aggregator like an Amazon and we distribute. Um, i I just blessed that I get to be around some amazing people all the time. We have a library full of videos and people coming in our office every week and it's pretty overwhelming actually most days. Well, that's a great compliment no matter what, and they're both true. I think you're a hybrid of both or distinctly winning two categories <laughs> is a good way to put it. Right. So for someone so, who has never been to LeaderCast, describe that, uh, that experience. Well, the, the live experience that happens, you know, here in Atlanta is uh, anywhere between, you know, 8,000 and 10,000 people. It's a full day. There's usually a theme. So this year's theme is powered by purpose, and so there's – experiential things from the moment you get out of your car, um, you know, things out in the lobby and, and different activations that happen sometimes with nonprofits. Sometimes there's gamification or, you know, interaction with the app. And then as you're there in the live event, you're also interacting with people around the world. So we have different kind of exchanges and, and group, you know, adventures. Um, and then you have this, our format is usually nine speakers, three different sessions of three speakers that are, you know, everybody from Nobel Peace Prize winners like Malala and Archbishop Desmond Tutu to athletic people like Peyton Manning and uh, Nick Saban to, you know, leaders like Jack Welch or Susie Welch, entertainers, Tyler Perry. Um, yeah, just people that are, you get there and it's like you're just on leadership adrenaline the whole day, right? You're just overwhelmed. Yeah, and I, for people that haven't been to an event like this, it is one of those events that when you leave it, you are euphoric, you are ready to take on the world, and you have the, the tools, you have the support system, and you have the network that would propel you into actually that being a reality for yourself. And so it's, it's not only motivational, it's, it's inspirational and it's, it's concrete. Really amazing event. Yeah, you, I know. You started, you know, because we, 
Go ahead, sorry. You started this uh, leader cast? Oh, no. I <laughs> I, I wish... Uh, no, I, I can't even come close to taking credit for that. I've been blessed to be around it. I know the, you know, the principles, and I co-hosted LeaderCast Labs last year, so that's a practical day, the day before the live event. Um, and I've been in the LeaderCast Now library of speakers. But, no, I'm just... Uh, I'm just getting to stand on the shoulders of great people that came before me. So, Well, there's no just about it. You obviously deserve it, and it's awesome that when uh, Sharon asked you if you'd be on the show, you asked if I can serve the show, I'll be on. So that's an amazing attitude and a great way of approaching life. So thank you for being on our show, too. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it amplifies one of my favorite words on the planet, <laughs> and then uh, Sharon is one of my favorite people, and then I found out Nancy was the first guest, and... She's definitely the one on the planet. So, like, how could I miss this, right? Yeah, and we, we put it in that order because we believe that the one philosophy actually leads to leaders worth following. And I, I think it was such a great marriage of two uh, concepts. So, this will probably be one of our best shows ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. You've got an amazing group of people waiting to get on this show. So, um, we'll, we'll, put it, we'll, we'll keep our humility on the front burner and, and know that you're going to have a lot of great shows. Well, let's talk about Absolutely. your authorship and how you approach doing your first book and, and obviously your more recent book and how that's changed your life. Well, I, you know, when it comes to authorship, I, I still don't consider myself an author. Like I, I write, but I really just speak and it comes out, you know, and I put it in words. So there, the first book in this series that I'm on right now is, the first stage of my life. So it's called The Sensational Salesman, and it's really me falling on my face 30 years ago. So, yeah. You know, you, you are too humble, and you downplay your greatness, and I, I love that about you, but I'm not going to accept it on this show. So um, <laughs> I, I just, I just want to say that, that that's so important that you're actually acknowledging that, but you doing your books are actually the reason so many people follow you and that you are actually leaving a legacy. And, and, and more importantly that, your speaking to a reader is more important than writing to a reader. Speaking is having a conversation with them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, Nancy's sister is a co-author of this book where it's just a conversation, right? So it, it's always just a conversation. Even a book should be a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that way it's going to be real communication. And my goal as <clears throat> Pollyanna as this sounds is to die empty, right? So I want to give myself away everything that people have taught me, all the lessons I've learned along the way. I want to end having nothing in me. And one of the ways that I can share that with the world is, you know, by writing and that can go to places where my voice might not carry or I might not be seen on YouTube or whatever. So just another way to serve others and uh, share the valuable lessons that I've been taught. Well, I want to bring Nancy in in a moment, but I wanted to ask, based on what you just said, who who are inspirational leaders that have caused you to live the life you live? Wow. So uh, it's really kind of weird because I, I find inspiration in a lot of places that others might not. Um, people always say, I want to be surrounded by like-minded people. And I say, I want to be surrounded by like integrity or like-hearted, like-spirited, but people that think differently. So I find inspiration sometimes in the people that a lot of others overlook because they're getting up every day and they're they're doing things, sacrificing their dreams maybe to make somebody else's dream come true or um, staying away from their family to make sure somebody else's family is comforted. Um, and then, you know, there, there's people like Nancy who inspire me because 
she puts herself out there. She shares the raw her, her story. You know, she holds nothing back. Um, that frees other people and liberates other people to be their best selves, right? So part of our responsibility as leaders is to avail yourself. And there's been a lot of people in my life that availed themselves, which inspired me. Nancy, I invite you to come into the conversation and either ask a question or, or bring a point in. Um, well, <laughs> first of all, you know, that that I inspire Wayne is, is like, what? <laughs> um, and I, I, I'm so in alignment with you when you talk about being inspired by people who aren't seeking to be inspirational. It's just who they are. Like Lori Hunter is one of my, my friends and a member in Tallahassee, and she cares for her mother who had a stroke so beautifully, selflessly, and lovingly. That inspires me. Her daughter, yeah. uh, uh, Gita, how she shows up to spread gratitude in the world. It's, that inspires me. And that's, quite frankly, what keeps me going is that I get to be in the space of conversations and action with people who seek to do what my daughter coins. Like she said, my daughter says her life purpose is to add to the sum total of human happiness on the planet. That's why she's here. That's that's a fantastic equation, by the way. (laughs) What was that? Yeah, that's a fantastic equation. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And she I, does I like it that equation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like that equation to be uh, to be captured and released as part of the comments in the uh, in the show. And I want to also acknowledge you, Dwayne, that I've never heard anyone say that they don't want to be with like-minded, but all the other likes. Because I I talk about viral campaigns on Facebook that they attract like-minded, like-hearted. And you're right, like-hearted is attitude. It's, mm-hmm. And that's what feeds that. That's what feeds you and inspires you to really go ahead. But the like-minded would actually confine you to the same thoughts instead of expanding your thoughts. So that was brilliant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm. You know, in our office and in our team, we have people that are, you know, singers and actors and technicians, and you know, they come from all different walks of life, all different experiences, and I think that's what allows us to maximize the collective intelligence of everybody in the room is we have these different glasses we're putting on all with the same spirit, right? So we can, we can move things forward a lot quicker and using more efficiently than a lot of other people that are thinking and coming up with the same answer and then struggling to come up with something different together. Well, a little bit of a tangent here. What do you think the biggest challenge of a leader is? Uh, being congruent. Some people use the word authentic. Um, You know, just there are people that think, oh, I put my CEO hat on today. I have to go in and act like a CEO. And then there's people that say I'm the, you know, over an organization or I'm a a parent in my family or, and they change, right? So they show up differently and avail themselves differently at different times. And I think as a leader, the biggest thing is, is to just kind of forget about what the world is expecting and stop putting on this pretense and just be congruent with who you are, what your purpose is, and what your mission is, and and get over that. You know, just get on to doing what you're supposed to do every day, all the time, the same way. And who is the person that started LeaderCast? Um, well, Jeremy Kubitschek is one of the original founders. He's still uh, an owner now. Um, there was a there's a group of a few different people, 
Um, so Giant, Giant Worldwide, Giant Impact, that's Jeremy Kubitschek. He and Steve Cochran wrote a couple of books, Five Voices, Five Gears. Um, and, and John Maxwell was along the way, and some different guys, you know, have played a part in that. It was it was really a bunch of other companies, and then they pulled those, that brand and another brand called Catalyst, which is kind of like LeaderCast, but in the faith-based world, pulled those mm-hmm. out and put them under a different umbrella. Well, I'm I'm honing in on the comment you made that if if you're not if when you're leading and you're out of integrity, you'll be called out very quickly. And that type of terminology has a has a basis, typically from some type of um, coursework or philosophy that is attached to coursework. So, I was just curious: did any of it come from Landmark Education? Uh, no, it actually. <laughs> no, I know that work. Um, it came from, you know, I talk about that, my book 30 years ago, the first hard lesson I learned in my life, which became the pillar of my life is honesty and integrity because I lied about something and it changed my life dramatically. And so after that, that pain was so, you know, deep and, and it scarred me so much that I just said, man, I don't care what the news is. I'm going to tell you the news because honesty and integrity is, I, I'm going to go by that tenant, right? And so... Right. That's kind of where I've arrived at that. Well, that is the ultimate uh, sacrifice for leadership. Is and it's not really a sacrifice. It's actually just the discipline and commitment to it. Is that when you can be a leader that you can be tr- that you can be trusted, anyone will follow. Yeah, and it's actually my opinion is it actually takes less energy and less work if you just you know show up that way, right? And you just you make it a habit, and then you just it's almost like set it and forget it, right? So right. everybody knows that you're coming from that point of view. Exactly. It's, it's the base. It's the yeah. given. Well, I want to go to round robin, and round robin is how we learn as much about you as possible in the next three minutes, and then or two minutes, and give you an opportunity to answer rapid fire and also uh, connect with you. So uh, first one is what's the, what are two books that change your life? Uh, so The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. Love it. Always keep a copy on my nightstand. Love Bob. And not because she's on the show, but the one <laughs> philosophy. I've, <laughs> I'm, I, here's why. I've been involved with Nancy in that book before it ever to put a word on paper. And I watched her live that philosophy. And I know the impact it's making on the world. And I know the impact it made on me and how I thought about things. So, awesome. Nancy, your turn. Uh, the Science of Getting on. Rich by Wallace Waddles. Mm, yeah. And Uncommon Friends by James Newton. Nice. Okay, Geetha, do you have a question you'd like to ask both our guests? Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, how do you, when we talk about one philosophy and bridging it with uh, leaders worth following, how can you bridge that? How can you bring that uh, whole essence from one philosophy to leaders worth following? With a quick answer. So leaders worth following are already living the one philosophy. They just don't call it that. Mic drop. Beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I, my question to both of you is, what's a quote that you live by? Dwayne, you first. You, okay, so you and I are yoked in this. Um, it's in my book, Be the Change You Want to See in the World. Gandhi's the guy. Um, yeah, so I'm with you on that one. Be the change. 
and be Nancy. the one is mine. Be the one? Which is the same okay. as be the change. Okay, yeah. exactly. Geetha, go ahead. Rapid fire. Oh, I love that book, and I embody Gandhi, so I'm, I'm so glad that I could hear that. Any, any other book that comes to your mind, both of you, um, something that both of you follow? Can we go, Nance? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to share a new book that I just read. It's called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind by uh, Vishen Lakahani, I believe is his name. He's the, the founder of Mind Valley Academy. Nice. So, as a man thinketh, or Rick? All right. So, what I want to do now is I want to, I guess, wrap up with a quote that I compliments the other ones, which is Gandhi's: "The way you find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others." And with that, I want Dwayne to share again how people can connect with him, follow him, and be a leader cast. Uh, well, thank you for that. And so you've been of great service to so many of us, as well as all the listeners. Thank you a million times over, Ken. Um, easiest, DwayneCummings.com. You can find everything you want to know about me. And that's D-U-A-N-E-C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. And LeaderCast is LeaderCast.com, L-E-A-D-E-R-C-A-S-T.com. Um, both of those you can find out anything you want. And we will uh, have a conversation later about how we can help support LeaderCast because it's, I think, one of the most important events you can attend. And if you've been attending it, to stay on that course because it just builds you. So Mm -hmm. Wayne Cummings and Nancy Matthews, you have been amplified. We are so honored to have you on the show. Anything we can do to support your leadership and also the impact you're having in the world, it would be our pleasure and honor. Mm -hmm. Thank you for allowing us to I'm very grateful. Very good. We'll talk later and see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.